Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. Here is Jim and George. Hey, it's Jim. And it's George. Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots mm. Listen to... And today, you got to have faith, 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 faith. We're doing George Michael. <laughs> you like that? No. Okay, so uh, Faith is the debut solo album by George Michael. After he left Wham, they kind of had an yeah. amicable agreement with him and Andrew Ridgely. They had all these hits, too. They were they traveled the world. They did like a Wham farewell tour before he decided to go right. ahead and move on. So, right. Kept, so this is like five years after Wham. I mean, I mean their inception. Yeah. They What was happening is he and Andrew Ridgely, um, Ridgely, Yes. Wrigley. So Andrew originally said, hey, you can go make an album. I'll go ahead and marry Karen from Bananarama. I don't know who got the better deal here. Uh, but well, this, I'm glad he made this album. But they, they were being accused at the time of being nothing more than like a teeny bopper uh, Which group. they kind of were. And so they agreed to split up, like you said. Um, and But that teeny bopper accusation really plays into some of the material that we're going to explore mm-hmm. here on, on this album. So the end result is we get this wonderful schizophrenic combination of pop, synth pop, rock, funk, R&B, soul, yeah. blue-eyed soul. Remarkably, though, it works. And yeah. we're going to find out here in a minute. Yeah, you have one of the best-selling albums of all time. So it sold over 25 million copies, certified Diamond in 1996, won several yep. awards, Album of the Year at the Grammys. Favorite uh, pop uh, rock male vocalist? Yes. Favorite soul R&B male vocalist? Yeah, and that's kind of one of those things, too, like, hey, but, you know, you couldn't deny it. I remember I worked at Bennigan's at the time this album was out, and, and everybody in the back on one of the tracks, which we'll get to, would sing this high note that George Michael did. And it's like, does the impact of this uh, across every kind of generation and every kind of um, background was pretty pretty amazing, this oh, album. Yeah. And he, it spawned what I, I actually texted you. I said, five hits, you came back with seven. Yeah. Or, you know, so, which is pretty amazing for, a, for, for an album. For a debut album. And also, you mean, you're thinking about the 80s, uh, uh, you had Michael Jackson's Thriller, which had all these singles and stuff. This was like the, probably the most, Probably the biggest album towards the end of the eighties. Oh, absolutely! Say. And he's the only British male solo artist to ever have four number one hits from one album on the Billboard uh, charts at the same time. Yeah, and so, then also there's that iconic video for the first track. I guess we can go there. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, Faith, where he has the uh, the jacket and the, the blue jeans and the whole kind of rockabilly attitude. Yeah, um, which you know, in Faith is a relatively short song. Well, honestly, it was going to be a lot shorter. It, it was never intended to be a single, and it didn't even originally. It didn't have a guitar solo or any guitar. Yeah, I heard about for, that, and they kind of added it all back in. And after that, it was know. like two minutes long. Uh, but when George Michael listened to it more and more, he realized what he had, and even went to name the album after it. Yeah, but uh, I love this uh, dry, in-your-face vocal, like Prince was doing at the time. That was a big influence here. Um, but uh, it, this was the second single, and um, I, I wanted to ask you, though, because it yeah. starts off with uh, Chris Cameron. He, he's playing the keyboard. Yeah. Uh, Yamaha DX7. I actually had you this keyboard. You are a keyboard guy, yes. Well, I had this keyboard. Uh, what is 
the reference, the musical reference to what he's playing at it the It sounds like, to me, like it's pop music by M, but it's probably something else. It's actually Wham's song, Freedom. Ah. So the first sound we hear on this, he is building a bridge musically, so to speak, from what he was and the freedom to make this this album. Never knew that. And which... then he goes into faith. And just, just for those listening today, we are doing the standard version that came out of LP, the CD cassette bonus tracks you'll have to listen to by yourself because for time purposes, we're going to do the standard edition. So when it gets past uh, our last track and you'll be like, well, where's the, the remix of this? Uh, you know, you can go ahead and do your own research on that. We're doing the standard edition right. today. So get, get your own show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is, the one that kicks it off. And like George said, he, he named the album after it, Faith, as the Crispy Coated Robots. Bo diddly action here, folks. We listen to Faith. The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect, and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously what did you expect? Now on with the show. And there you go. There's Faith, George Michael doing his whole rockabilly. A lot of different song stylings on this one. Yeah. This next one is pure kind of 80s R&B, borderline even kind of, uh, it has a Depeche mode sound to it to me, kind of like, you know, uh, but but a, a single in itself and a big giant hit called Fourth Fa- single. Father yeah. Figure. So Yeah, and the initial concept was to kind of make it this mid-tempo dance track, but when George Michael needed to hear something on the mix... He he kind of turned the the slider down uh, on the snare uh-huh. and Eureka. It changed the entire mood of of the track. So you don't have snare on this. Suddenly it sounded real dreamy to him. So if you listen where you would normally put a snare drum, he's replaced it with finger uh, snaps. Uh huh. Oh, okay. And it ends up with this atmospheric choir like version of of what we have. So. And then you have the, the video, one best direction for the video, 1988, the MTV Video yes. Music Awards, because you have George Michael as a cab driver kind of driving around this dreamy situation, taking a high fashion model from different places. So uh, Yeah, and this was before he came out to the world. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That Still a little video. bit of mystery there. Maybe yeah. some people have figured it out already. Uh, when they first saw Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, but uh, still, still a little bit of a mystery. So here it is, the second track off Faith, Father Figure. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. There it is. Yeah, I love that end bit. Yeah, that whole, and you're, you're a keyboardist. Is there any kind of, you know, uh, what are they doing there? I do, don't do, know. Do. Oh, you don't I, know. That's part of why I like <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, is, keyboardist. <laughs> well, you know, I'm intrigued by things that I, I don't know. Um, but uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, the, overall, though, the track, going from Faith... That real up tempo, mm-hmm. Bo Diddley style thing to this, and now we're going to go into a completely different area. Th- this is the first single. Okay, uh, so before we get there, we are listening to "Faith" by George Michael with the Crispy Coated Robots are. today, and let's get to the third track. What you got, George? So I want your sex. Yes, <laughs> parts <laughs> one and two. I this remember was this so came controversial. Out. Oh man, came out and then it's got you know. One of my friends used to make this sound with his mouth and made it sound even more gross because the <laughs> he, oh, he did the song. We were in, we were in college. He did the song. He was like doing this. Uh-huh. He's doing all of his mouth. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is just gross. Because well, but, but it really it sounds like a kind of a 
and I hate to say it, kind of a wet keyboard kind of splashy thing. Yeah. I, if you could explain it more than I, I can. I am not going to even go there. I'm just going to say <laughs> you can really see he's deliberately trying to move away from that wham image. Uh, and it did cause quite a bit of controversy when it was initially released because you, to put this into context, this song, a lot of people felt like it was promoting promiscuity mm-hmm. and we had the AIDS epidemic happening across the, the world. Yeah. Uh, and the BBC, they wouldn't even play it until after nine o'clock PM. And a lot of U S radio stations refused to play it at all to the point that George Michael had to issue a statement in response, just saying, this is about monogamy. You totally missed, yeah. you know. Doesn't he even write the word in the video on, like, on his girlfriend well, or something Well, like he says in the song, sex is better one-on-one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so he said it's it's about, you know, they've overlooked the relationships and left out the emotion. And, you know, you're talking about attaching lust to love not to strangers, but somebody that you have a relationship with. Yeah, he writes so. monogamy on her, on the back of his girlfriend at the time, right. Kathy Young, which she, you know, he later came in 2004 and said it was totally real. Kathy was in love with him, but knew that she he was in love with another guy at the time. Yeah. So, so he kind of went with the whole, the whole bisexual route at the time. But the video has her like in in very scantily clothed. Uh, Spanish model was used for naked scenes. Also, another another cut, but uh, they blurred that footage. So, it, that along with uh, you know that controversial video, along with the content of the song, uh, but now it for some reason it seems tame now. You know, as risque as it was back then, it made Beverly Hills Cop too. Yeah, the soundtrack. <laughs> it's like okay, well, how how does that work? Yeah, but uh, we'll go ahead and give a listen to the controversial. I want your sex, shicks. I want your shicks. I want your sex parts I want one your Shrek. and two. We're not playing part three because that's on the deluxe version of the album. Okay, so this is your all you get. Breaking hearts, Jim. I've, I want your sex right now. from George Please Michael. Please pause Spade. the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. There it is. That's a song that uh, George used to actually go up to girls and sing and would get slapped immediately right afterwards. Uh, I Sorry to bring up that memory, George. But uh, we're moving on. With uh, George Michael's faith, this album is was I don't know how we you know we, we always talk about how big Thriller is, but towards the end of the eighties, this was huge. I think all like we said, if he won the R and B award, so many diverse audiences were listening to this album. Oh yeah, you know. So, but yeah, like you said, he's, he's inspired. It sounds like he's inspired by Prince here, Michael Jackson, just R and B in general. Uh, so yeah, now this is the fifth single. One more try. Oh wow. Yeah. And, and I do have a confession. For so many years, I thought this track was called Teacher. <laughs> teacher? Why? Well, because he sings Teacher. Oh. Teacher. He does? Yeah. Okay. Because Teacher, there are things I don't want to learn. The last one I had made me cry. Okay. This is this is the song I was talking about that all the chefs in the back of Bennigan's would hit this high note because they played it all the time. Why don't no, you no wonder, need you? No that wonder part. it took so long to get stuff from... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think that, yeah. They, they, forget. Forget your order coming out. Yeah. They had to wait. Then the song came on. They waited, and it was like, "Need you." Yeah. And I'm, of course, I'm hitting it perfect pitch on this show too, which oh, is yes. pretty impressive. Yes. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll go and digitally detune it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this is quite an amazing song. I mean, what did you say it was the fourth single or the fifth? Because it's it, it. It's the fifth single. 
It's the fourth track. It hit pretty hard when it hit though, because you oh, had yeah. all the other ones before. Uh, so the first, so you had you had I want your sex, faith, and father figure came before this one, right? Right. So you I basically want your had, sex is number one, uh, and then faith. Father figure is fourth, okay. and then this is fifth. We haven't talked about the third single. Okay, we'll wait on that. But okay. uh, it's this on side one, two. To, to have a this late of a single hit so hard, and, and it is a great song. It's a great, uh, oh, it kind of goes back to those old R&B songs oh, yeah. back of the day, which he was kind of, I think, in his intent was trying to do. Yeah. So anything else? Great track. Or no. we're just going to jump into one more try? Yeah, let, let's do it. One more try from Feature. Faith. As the crispy coated robots listen to Faith. It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. There you go. One more try. Won't yeah. you need you? I just yeah. broke broke some glass in your house. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I can't help come out there and help you clean it up. Yeah, we can, uh, we can just. And you don't going. want him to. He's he's not very good. But right. uh, uh, I did want to mention Elton John said that he's not jealous of many songs, but he was jealous that he did not. Have, that he did not write this song. Oh, the one more try. Yeah, because yeah. he just thought it, it's just a it, it it is it's a masterpiece. It it's is great. It's really well done. Uh, all right, so we're on now to Hard Day, which is kind of a Side two more of a more of kind of a edge to it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, you know, this to me reminds me of what Peter Gabriel was doing mm-hmm. at at the time. Yeah, uh, the way he moves those the the bass moves across the chords. This was the third single. And uh, don't bring me down, Jim. You know, don't don't yeah. bring me down. Don't bring me down. And the funny thing is, there's you think there's there's a girl singing on it, right? You know who it is? It's George Michael. It's George Michael. So his voice sped up. You know. So he got the idea, and we're talking about in the the final verse. It's George Michael playing a female character, and he actually does it a better than where he got the idea from. In '86, Prince had. Uh, so a year before this Sign album. Of the times, I remember If I Was Your Girlfriend, yeah. Well, he, he actually had a, a record that was never released where his pseudonym was Camille. Yeah. And it was a female alter ego whose prince assumed this identity by d- disguising uh, his vo- vocals by pitching, him pitching up. it up yeah. in this kind of androgynous style. Whenever I listen to that, though, I can tell that's Prince. This one I couldn't tell was George Michael. I, I after doing the research, I thought it was like a background singer. I did too. I, I mean, yeah. it really sounds yeah, this, real. This is more successful than Prince's Camille, and you could probably find the Camille thing on somewhere uh, online. Or something. Everything's on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, uh, but it's a great song, despite this little trickery that he does. I don't know why he did it. Uh, I don't know if there wasn't a female vocalist involved or what he was doing here, if he was signaling to us something. I, I don't know. But it's a great, great track. All right. Here's Hard Day as the Crispy Coated Robots listen to Faith. Yeah. Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. All right. We're back from a hard day, which, you know, usually happens every day. But uh, it's up here in, up here in the uh, where we broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so sorry. Yeah. Think about being shot back from the future and all that stuff. Anyway, so uh, let's move on now to cut number six, mm-hmm. which is hand to mouth. Hand to mouth. Little social commentary, uh, kind of along the lines of uh, Rolling Stone's Heartbreaker off a of goat's head soup. Uh, doesn't sound like it, but mm-hmm. I mean, just socially, uh, what people are faced with challenges in the world. Uh, hand to mouth. 
from hand to mouth. All right, here it is as we listen to Faith today. You know the drill by now. Pause here, listen to the track, and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, there's from hand, well, not from hand to mouth. It's just called Hand to Mouth from George Michael's Faith as we go through this uh, huge album from uh, uh, the 80s, late 80s, and... uh, I mean, like I said, just album of the year. I mean, it, it pretty much swept everything. If you released an album in 1987, you were in bad shape going against George Michael because this was a, a yeah. huge album. But uh, we're on now to another hand song, Look at Your Hands. Look at Your Hands. Now, this is the only song that he did not exclusively write himself. Uh, this he wrote with David Austin, uh, so co-written. Original title, no surprise here, Bet You Don't Like It. <laughs> but uh, it's... Well, because he says it over and yes, over in yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's a great groove. Uh, to me, it's kind of like a slowed-down version of Talking Heads' Life During Wartime. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can... it Not the melody, but uh, just this uh, overall groove. So Okay. So there we go. Let's listen to A Look at Your Hands from look George Michael's hands. Faith. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. Crispy Coded Robots today listening to George Michael's Faith, the uh, award-winning, uh, Grammy-winning album. We're up to cut number eight, which is Monkey, which was another single. Monkey. Monkey. So uh, Sixth single, yeah. Yeah, so it debuted at number 42. It reached number uh, one for two weeks for George Michael. If you have that, what, what did we say, six single? And it goes to number, number one. Number six, yeah. Number one. That's yeah. that's that's domination. That's that's oh, unfair. Yeah. So the album comes out in everywhere. October '87. This is actually number one in August of '88. Right. That's taking over for a year. That's that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> You're complaining about it. No, no. But uh, man, this so, song always. Uh, you, keep in mind in context what was happening musically in pop music. It it always sounds like it was inspired by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I agree. Uh, circa I agree, yeah. 83 or, or whatever with the, uh, and a little bit of maybe a Howard Jones in there, but very cool ear candy. Listen for the monkey. Yeah. And then also when the song was released as a single, a single version remixed by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who did, uh, of course, were members of the time, but also did that uh, Janet Jackson's Control, which was a huge album from 86 that kind of took over the charts. Yeah. So they took the hottest producers of the time for it but enjoy it this is george michael monkey as we listen to faith please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes welcome back here's jim and george once again all right how can you do it uh there's monkey from george michael did you hear the monkey i I didn't hear the monkey you did not no i did it's actually okay i was gonna say it's in there twice (laughs) listen you listen to the song just to hear the monkey or or what not just for the monkey, <laughs> but I, I enjoy the monkey. Yes. Peter Gabriel's Shock the Monkey. Shock the there, monkey tonight. There are no monkeys. Yeah, there are, there, no, there are no symbols If either. you're going to have a song that says monkey, put a monkey in there. Put a monkey. Everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. monkey. Put a monkey in there. I thought there were some monkey sounds or humans doing monkey sounds. I think it's bad human. Monkey sounds. sounds. Okay. Not Come bad on. human, but bad impersonations of monkeys by humans. Okay. So we're up to our, our final I track. authentic monkey 
sounds. Final track from the standard version of Faith, which we are doing today. So remixes are on your own. So this is a, I'm sure this is George's favorite track from this album. It's called Kissing a Fool, very jazzy. And I used I play this all the time when I do weddings. I used to mobile DJ weddings. This is my background music. And always I, this is always the first song oh, on my background music. Interesting. Just, it kind of sets a mood. Like, now we oh, know the formula. Oh, this is a classy affair. Because the way it starts and stuff, but uh, yeah, this was the seventh single. It is not my favorite track from the album. Really, but I, do, I thought it was more piano. I, I do love like it. it. Uh, th- what this, is your favorite track, then, Mister B- Mister oh, Big Shot? Man. You know, I, it, it that is hard to say for me. Uh, I really not, like one more try. Yeah, um, but it's I, not. I like Father Figure, but it's, but it's not kissing a fool. Uh, it is not kissing a fool. I, I like. You know, this is very. What we're going to hear is is straight up uh, some soft jazz and kind of this, to me, almost Freddie Mercury impersonation in, in places. Uh, and it's a it's a very bold move to end this album with this kind of uh, jazz sound. Uh, so I, I love that he did it. Uh, it's just such a diverse type of entry in here. Uh, so I like it. But it is not. Th- this album is so strong in so many other places that uh, I don't get as excited to hear this as much as maybe I would Father Figure or even Faith. Well, I do. So here you go. Those fans of Kissing a Fool, now okay. is your time to hear it on the radio. That's so. right. And uh, <laughs> if you're at one of Jim's weddings, uh, you'll hear it here again. You go. So there you go. So here's Kissing a Fool from Faith as the Crispy Coated Robots listen to Faith. This should be the last time that you have to pause this, I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. Well, there it is, George. Crispy Coded Robots, listen yep. to Faith. And we are finished with the album. Any final notes that you have about this or George Michael in general? Um, what a fantastic album, uh, debut album uh, for this guy. And I was never a fan of Wham. Um, Jeez, that's a little I, Well, you know. You didn't like Wham rap? No. Or or uh, bad boys? No. Or uh, wake me up before you go go? No, I think I was more a pet shop. Freedom. Boys. You gotta like careless whisper. Uh, uh, well, that's true. I do like that. Uh, but uh, and I do like freedom. So okay, you got me. Yeah, I, I guess I was you a are, fan. You and are I a fan know. of Wham now. <laughs> uh, but uh, what a great uh, album! And he really kind of set. Uh, this is what I, where I'm headed going forward, and uh, good for him. You know, yeah. Uh, what a fantastic thing! Listed number one fifty one on Rolling Stone's list of the five hundredth greatest, greatest, greatest because uh, they, you know, King James, King James English. I can't say anything. Sorry. Well, you know, they kind of revised the list before he was at four seventy two, and then in twenty twenty he jumped up to to one fifty one. So through time, faith has gotten better. Yeah, they, it's a, a recap <laughs> magically has gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed it today. If you want to find out about our podcast, crispycodedrobots.com is the place to go. We have merch there. We have the other albums we've done. And we also have, like I said, the podcast information, how you can listen to our podcast, which comes out every single Tuesday. Yes. There you go, George. So All right. Get, I have a little faith that you're going to get our last line of the show right. I hope so. So. You're not going to say it? I was going to say something about father figure. Okay, go ahead. I am not your father figure. Until next week. (laughs) I want your sex. No. I want your sex. (laughs) Come on, come on, come on. So gross. It is. But my friend, uh, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead and do it the right line. (laughs) But seriously, 
be well, be kind, and find a way to invest yourself into people. I can see you're <laughs> you're moving over to the mic, making that weird chipmunk sound. Find a way to invest yourself into people every single day, folks. All right, we're done. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy-coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally, be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.